Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and today I'm here to hit you with, you know, some insight. Insight on the things that you, that just like are kind of floating around in your subconscious, and I'm here to point them out to you and make them clear. I'm here to clarify shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like a pair of glasses. You put me over your face and make and it makes you makes it easier to see everything that you were maybe blind to before. That's me. That's what I was put on this planet to do. You know, not many people are that fortunate enough to uh to realize the thing that they're good at and be able to give that gift back to the world. So here I am. Here I am and I'm here to help you because I was born I feel like I was born to make people happy. <laughs> And I don't think you're going to please everybody because that's a fucking, that's a dangerous game to play, right? But uh, I was put here to make people happy, make them smile, make them feel good about themselves. And that's what I do. I try to do it every single day. I used to, I told this old coworker of mine back in the day, I said, yo, sweetest old older woman um, that I used to work with, she was like, awesome. I was like a young kid at the time. The reason I say older woman is because she was like a, a proper woman and I was like 20 years old. That's why I say that. But uh, <laughs> she was just the best person and I um, enjoyed our conversations a lot. But I always said to her, I, I, was, I, I like to bring positivity to whatever world I'm in. And I would always tell her, like, she would see me interact with some of the customers that would come into the store. And I'd be like, yo, man, like if a dude had a cool hat on, I'd be like, yo, man, that's a cool hat. Or if a lady had on a dope jacket, I'd be like, that is a sweet fucking jacket. I'm one of those people where I either give you the compliment because you need to hear it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you if you put your shit together and came out looking fly, you know, obviously you feel good about yourself. And it's nice to hear it, too. Right. It's nice. Like. Yeah, you know what? I did get a fucking fresh cut, you know? I did get a fresh cut straight out the salon, bitch. And I let people know because I'm not a hater, right? You know? And if people don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that gives out compliments, though. That, like, to people that don't fucking, like, I'm not scanning a person up and down going, oh, what can I compliment them on to make them feel good? Like, if you look like trash, I'm just not going to say shit to you. I'm just going to fucking let you just exist and I'm going to be over here. But I never front when I see somebody who looks good and who's doing their thing or who's killing it. I let them know. I don't give a fuck who it is. And if I get if I get close enough to them to say it, I'm going to say it. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like we have superpowers. You know, we're walking around with this pocket full of magic where you could just bust out that magic and be like, hey, listen, you can make other other human beings feel good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was playing a video game, uh, Mario Kart, with my friend Kurt, and he'll he's the kind of guy, and this is admirable to me, he's the kind of guy, he's not like dudes that I grew up with, really. He's like, he's like, he's like a, he's like a super sweet dude, and he said, somebody was playing the game that never really played it like that before, and he, they were like, yo, how do you do this? And he just straight up told them. Even though we were all competing against each other to win this game, he shared the knowledge of how to play the game. And that's a that's a special kind of person. Cause the type of motherfuckers I grew up with would be would just let you suck and keep busting your ass in that game until you wanted to fucking fight them. And the reason I say until you wanted to fight them is because not only they would they be whooping your ass in the game, they would be talking shit at the same time. And I've seen plenty of dudes get into fucking fist fights over a video game. 
Trust me, especially on Thanksgiving, especially during the holidays. Happens all the time. Um, but yeah, and then, and then your family's all mad at you. I was actually thinking about this shit too the other day. Look, I'm, I'm not, I haven't even gotten into the main thing I want to talk about yet, but I was thinking about this too. Uh, you ever like, remember, you ever like have somebody be mad at you and shit and then, but you hear them talk, like you hear them answer a phone call right in front of you and use a phone voice, yo, phone voices, they usually get your voice gets a little higher and you start acting fake nice on the phone. I don't understand that shit. I don't use a phone voice. I'm like, yo, what up? When I answer the fucking phone. That's how I answer the phone. But I see people, the phone rings. They pick it up. Hi, how are you? And then they do this fake ass voice and I hate that shit, man. My mom used to do that shit when I was a kid. She probably still does, actually. My wife does it. Everybody does it, except for me. But, uh, yo, I just, where does that come from? Can anybody reach out, email me at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com and fucking enlighten me on why we do this phone voice? It's almost as annoying to me as, like, email talk. You know what I mean? Like, I hope this email finds you well. Nobody talks like that. Nobody talks like that. And it, uh, it bothers me. That's why I don't like sending emails. I don't like responding to them. If I feel like the person is just trying too hard, you know, and maybe that's me. Maybe I got a fucking problem and I, and I just don't like that it's a rule. Maybe if it wasn't, maybe if people just casually spoke as casually as they did um, when they're sending you a text message, if they spoke that way in emails, maybe I would want to, I hope this letter finds you well. Maybe I would want to start doing that just because I'm a contrarian. I don't know. I don't know. The world may never know. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Where can I find those? Easter's coming up, right? That's a thing. They So that you can start seeing the chocolate rabbits all over the place with the crazy eyes. I've seen some crazy eyes on some of these rabbits. And, you know, I don't know if they're still doing that anymore. People eat peeps, the little marshmallow peeps. They look, they look like little chickens. It took me a long time to realize they were shaped like chickens. Um, yeah, that's all coming up, but anyway, the main thing I want to discuss today actually was diners. I've been thinking about diner. I haven't been to a good diner in a while, and um, obviously with COVID and everything, and you order from your local diner, you go on Seamless, but one of my favorite things about a diner is the fact that when you're sitting in a diner, and it's oftentimes my favorite ones are like, the people that run the joint are all related. Like it's like a family restaurant and shit, right? So maybe the person who's your server doesn't necessarily want to be working that day, but they're nice to you, but they're arguing with the fucking grandma who's running the cash register, right? And uh, yeah, it's just kind of funny to kind of see. You almost get to be in, you almost get to be like a fly on the wall of what it's like in that family house a little bit. But also my favorite part of the diner though, you go in there, they give you these old ass menus that have been the menu forever. They're they're like with the plastic over it. And sometimes you could feel a little bit of crustiness on the plastic. Like, yeah, these probably haven't been washed in a while, but what are you going to do, right? I mean, I guess you could hose them down in the back, but I don't work here. So, so but my favorite part about Diner is, and I'm going to get to it, <laughs> is the fact that you can order anything you want at a diner. Right. Like as long as they have the ingredients, you can pretty much order anything you want. You know, I remember back in the day when I was like trying to avoid 
eating too many carbs. So I would go to the diner and look at their cheeseburger and be like, yo, can I make this like a fucking uh, bunless burger? And they would look at you like, huh? And you're like, yeah, like just give me everything but those two pieces of bread. And then you know, they look at you like, okay, we're still going to charge you for the whole thing. And you're like, yeah, that's fine. It's funny how people's minds get blown when you like let them know, listen, I'm still willing to pay full price for this thing. I just want you to exclude this part. I'm not a huge coleslaw guy. I know people that are into coleslaw, which I didn't really realize that people were into coleslaw until I became an adult because when I was a kid, it was just like the gross shit on the little small square on the lunch tray that I just would go in the trash with the fucking empty milk carton. You know what I mean? This is before recycling was a thing. We would just throw everything in the trash. In the one trash. Right? And, um, yeah, so... Diners are cool for that reason. Diners are cool because you could... They're, they're usually open really late, right? So you leave the bar. I remember I had this really fun experience one time. It was me and a bunch of friends. Random concoction of really fun people. Comedians. Musicians. Fucking Lower East Side, New York City. We did a show. We stayed out all night until the sun came up because this was just a regular occurrence because we were just living our lives, baby. Doing shit that not a lot of us really do anymore, but we were doing it on a regular basis. You see the sun come up. You're like, well, fuck it. We're all together still. You guys want to go to a diner? You hit the diner. You hit Cozy Soup and Burger down on Astor Place in in New York City. They got a great bowl of chili, you know, shout out to my boy Jimmy, I don't know if he's ever going to hear this, but uh, yo man, you roll up in there anytime and um, you could get the burger, you could get the fucking omelet, I'm such a pain in the ass because I, I look at the menu, as, as many diners as I've been to and I'm sitting there with my friend Turtle and he's like looking at me as the waiter gets to me and for you sir and I'm like, shit, okay, how many... How many uh, eggs do you guys put in your omelets? Usually it's like three. Some places have the fucking audacity to only use two. And I'm like, all right, so I want a five egg omelet because that's normal for me. Um, And for a while, I was heavy on this spinach and feta kick. But you know what I mean? But sometimes the spinach might not necessarily be up to par, especially depending on if it's fucking five in the afternoon or five in the morning, right? But I would... uh. I was heavy on my um, spinach and feta for a minute. Because you can never go wrong with breakfast, no matter what time it was. I remember I went to this one diner. People used to get fancy, man. You get the sweet potato tots. Diners that serve beer were were always dope to me. Especially if it was after hours. Because it's like, well, you know, we were all out at the bars all night. Now we're going to finish it off with a slow beer with a breakfast. In the middle of the night. Like, that's cool. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. I'm sure I've said this before. But, uh, yeah. So, but so the problem is, right, the diner experience is different now. Because, obviously, there was no indoor dining for a while. And, you know, seamless. You can't really have that interaction with the wait staff. You can't be like, hey, the bathroom's back here. You know what I mean? And walk back and then you see into the kitchen. And you see people sitting there. You can see the guys outside smoking a cigarette. Because that's just how it is in the cooking industry. According to every cooking show that I've ever seen. They all smoke. It's cool. Whatever. I get it. Long hours. It's stressful. A cigarette is great. 
um, you don't get that anymore because seamless. You can't even you can't even do some of the options that you would normally do, right? You can't be like hold this. Seamless sends you a whole bag, especially if you order a, from a diner. They send you a whole bag of your food, and then they send you a separate bag full of a waste of ketchup packets, full of a fucking obnoxious amount of uh, tissues. Really rough, coarse. Jesus Christ! If I blow my nose on this, I'm gonna rip my nostril skin off. And look like I've been do on a fucking coke binge. Uh, and then they got forks and knives and shit. Sometimes they, you know, they they usually they usually uh, stingy with those actually. And then you got like mad sauces and stuff like that. So they, they like stuff this bag with a bunch of extra shit. There's this Greek spot that we order from and they send like, they send so many tubs of tzatziki sauce. And it's just like, what the fuck are we going to do with this? It's good. But I'm not going to just sit around like eating this like it's a fucking cup of yogurt, you know. So you can't really uh, be as specific as you would if you were at the restaurant, obviously. Or if you were calling in even. Because the options just ain't available sometimes. But so here are some facts about diners, right? I've been looking them up. I've been, I'm dead serious when I say I've been thinking about diners. I just miss the experience, man. I really do. And if you go to the same one all the time, they just know your order. You're a coffee person. They put the coffee. Best diners have unlimited coffee, by the way. Those are the best diners. Now, did you know that New Jersey was the diner capital of the world? Did you know that? Yeah, they have, uh, they have something. They have the diner capital of the world. You know, also Bon Jovi is from there and Frank Sinatra. Like, there's cool people. Cool people are from there. Um, Joe Budden. I mean, he's like, he was born in Harlem, but I think if you grow up somewhere, are you from there, right? I was I was actually born in Harlem, too. But I'm from the fucking Bronx. So, I'll say Joe Budden is from New Jersey. Very cool, very uh, lyrical rapper. Been listening to a lot of Slaughterhouse, you know? Um, Yeah, so... It's the it's the diner capital of the world. They got something cool. There's uh, there's the most shopping malls in one area. Jesus Christ, New Jersey's really trying here. Um, but anyway, so the first diner. This is really interesting. The first diner was actually created in 1872 by a dude named Walter Scott, who pulled up in a fucking horse pulled wagon and was serving food to these dudes that worked for the Providence Journal in Providence, Rhode Island. Um. And so basically, essentially, this dude was like, he started food trucks. He was like the fucking food truck guy. And some of you are probably listening to this going, well, duh, we all know that. I saw the fucking, I watched the Food Network. I saw that movie with John Favreau where he was working on a food truck. Yo, the food truck business is dope because you can kind of just go park wherever you want and everybody's hungry all the time. Somebody's hungry. No matter what time it is, somebody's hungry right now. You ever walk past a building on the street and you look at that building and you go, somebody's fucking in that building right now. I don't know who it is. I don't know what apartment, what floor, but somebody's fucking right now. Somebody's also eating right now. And somebody else is watching TV, thinking about how they're going to quit their job tomorrow. And you know what? Good for you. But yeah, 100% of the time someone's eating and that's why it's cool, you know, and I remember being a young man hearing a lot of stories about how starting a restaurant, getting into the uh, restaurant business, 
It's a risky business. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, because who's to say who's going to fuck with your shit? Takes a lot of upkeep. People got to come in there and walk around and go, okay, this is cool. You know, they got health inspectors. You're in a city like New York. I'm sure it's probably like you want to be on top of rodents and shit trying to come into your restaurant like oh hey there's food in here because you know what they want they want to be they want to eat just like we do they just weren't smart enough to set up the kind of civilizations we have where they can go into a little rat grocery store and i don't know what rats eat rats eat whatever they want right they just eat our scraps for the most part or each other what do rats eat good question and instead of sitting here uh, speculating about it, I could actually just look it up. What do rats eat? In the wild, rats tend to eat, thi- eat things like fruit, plants, seeds, and are more likely to be vegetarians. However, city rats like to eat garbage <laughs> and meat. Are you? A- There's two types of people in this world. There are city rats, and then there are vegetarian rats who... You know, take take different kinds of care of their bodies. But they don't judge the city rats. They just do their own thing. You know, now what do lab rats eat? That's a good question. They probably eat whatever the fucking scientists that they hang out with all they eat. When they show up to work. And whatever they can get their hands on, they, uh, they eat. Um, I assume crickets. Crickets are one of those animals that just like, it seems like they're just here for other animals to eat. You ever think about that? Like this animal is just here for other animals to eat. Like I think that, I think that about like, I think that about like those gazelles in, 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 in Africa and shit. You know what I mean? Like they were just literally just put there so, so the lions could fucking have something to eat. Although it seems to me like they eat everything. I follow this Instagram page called Nature is Metal and they show all kinds of really cool stuff to me but gruesome stuff to other people sometimes when i go hey check this out and you see a lion with a whole fucking warthog in his mouth like it looks like simba said fuck you pumbaa timon is cool i'm eating him i like bacon fuck you guys right and then and and that's what he did and then he killed his uncle for trying to fuck his mom that's not why he killed him he killed him because he killed his dad come on even though we all know the truth. Mufasa got trampled to death by a bunch of other animals. You know, he was uh, he was tricked, obviously. But anyway, I'm not going to get into the Lion King again. But, but yeah, so some animals were put here for other animals to eat. But anyway, back to diners. Uh, yeah, so this dude basically started a food truck. And he would just pull up every day. And all these guys would buy food and eventually he opened up his his freestanding space you know and um he opened opened up his diner and then people had a, a place to go and sit down and eat food and let me see like began in commercial production they were called lunch wagons and they were in worcester in massachusetts in 1887 they were started by a dude named thomas buckley buckley was successful and became known for his White House Cafe Wagons. Huh. Hmm. And he built his fancy night 
cafes and then they had nighttime ones and winter anyway so massachusetts got into it too and now you have the diners that you see here before you today you know when you go into those towns i personally like the ones that they're all like silver and metally looking outside and the floors are black and white checkered and when they serve you a a drink it's in one of them tall glasses and it's got like a cherry on top and shit like that like just that old school you know there's a jukebox in the fucking corner kind of situation and they got disco fries and they got all the bad food and shit that you uh they have basically bar food and stuff but you could also get something you know a little elevated like oh there's a porterhouse on this menu and it's 35 dollars. it's like oh where are we you know it's nice so yeah do i love diners yes am i a huge fan yes do i Am I looking forward to the world opening back up for one thing and one thing only, and that is to go to diners? Absolutely guilty. Um, Yeah, and that's just how it's going to be. But hey, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, Continue to check out the show, like it, share it with your friends, subscribe to it. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed my guest, Coach Maverick. I got another surprise guest coming up soon, and I'll announce it as that gets closer. But uh, yeah, have a great day. Take care of yourself. Be nice to somebody. Do an act of kindness. Why not? Because fuck it. Be good for goodness sake, right? All right, guys, take care of yourselves and I'll talk to you soon. Later.